Welcome to the Rachel Show, your host Rachel here, with my co-host, the lovely partner in crime, Davina, aka the Drama Queen. We have got a special guest on tonight, but we'll give them time to join to join us. Um, we'll let them introduce themselves when they come in, and hopefully when they do, then that'll be fine. But at the moment, no, just give them time. So, technically, we will be talking about AEW, we will be talking about the WWE main event, what's coming up? Yep. Oh, um, so that's good. So, yes, the drama queen is in the building, yes, again. So, with, with of course, um, with the most test, with the lowest test, the wonderful goddess, Rachel, in the building as well. So, yes, as um, the, the, the uh, host... As you say, we have a special guest. So, um, we, yeah, it'd be interesting to see and to hear as well as um, talk about all sorts of bits and pieces, especially as we mentioned AEW and maybe some, and maybe a SmackDown and maybe a bit of um, uh, Raw as well, maybe. So, yeah, we'll see what actually goes. And not just that, today is our one year anniversary. As well, yeah. Our twenty fifth yeah. episode, a one year anniversary, and I cannot mind about that. No, I mean, how far did we come? It's a, a it, year already. Yeah, so, it's a year already. I'm gone. Where's the time gone? I know. It's totally, it's totally gone. I, I've lost track of um, how. I mean, this is our twenty fifth episode. I have to say, we've done so well in the mm. last year, and. Um, with our special guest though, who is a podcaster, does their own show, mm-hmm. and hopefully they'll be with us soon. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to give them time, but uh, we'll be heading down to the main abductions and things and see yeah. his point, see their point of view and everything else. And I cannot grovel on that because it's out. Mm-hmm. I mean. We've been doing this for a long time, and our co-host—I mean, our uh, special guest—has been doing it for longer than we have. And I have to say, though, so they are almost up to that hundredth episode. But we will find out about that from mm. our special guest. Yep. I have been putting on TikTok and that about the show. And if you haven't followed us already, you can find me and Davina on on TikTok, on Twitter, on Instagram, and even Zero to Hero, which I was on last week. Mm-hmm. And also that we have been, I mean, it's out already. My, the, the show's already out from, from a few days ago. And, that. Mm-hmm. and I don't know what if Davina's seen it or not, so give her time to see it. I don't know if Davina's seen it, but let's find out. Mm. Um, I haven't seen it yet. I'll put my hands up. I will admit it. I have not seen it yet. In, in due course, I will end up seeing that and um, giving my reactions um, at the um, next episode. When we get back on air, that'll be in a week's time. Not this week yeah. coming because we are recording early. 
so this is why we're doing it early and uh, but give my give our special guest some time to come mm -hmm. in and I he said give us give me so many minutes which I am doing mm -hmm. and that so I'm not gonna close that because I need to find out when he's coming back I see if he's coming and that so he hasn't messaged me I just gave him whatever and that was it but apart from that though what have we been doing for the last couple of days though since we last talked um for me um it's been well, scouting um so yeah um friday night i had a scout leaders meeting on thursday so straight after work so didn't finish work till half six um, and then, yeah, so really, that's really all. And it was dress down day at work as well, uh, in aid of the Ukraine crisis. So that's kind of nice. And I was wearing something yellow and blue to represent the Ukraine flag. So, yeah, that's all really. So this um, this last few days uh, since we did our last recording. Um, and that, so, yeah, and of course, it's the weekend. And uh, we're doing this... Um, Recording because of our, our, our year year doing this show and our twenty fifth episode as what um the hostess quite rightly said. Yeah, uh, I have to say those uh, I've been busy for the last couple of days. I have been busy. I have been sorting out things. I have been on the phone. I have been on the phone yesterday to a electric company and everything else has been really pissing me off. So there you go. Uh, oh dear. Yeah, I can't go into details what electric company it is because I'm not going to give out the name because it's because they've done something without me knowing and I was a bit pissed off about it. That's not on. That's definitely not on. Mm -hmm. Definitely, definitely, definitely not on on that point of view. On that side of things. Yeah, we don't want to give the name out. Just totally understand oh, the and, and here we go. We have got our special guest, Jesse. Join in. Hello there, Jesse. This is Rachel. Welcome to the Rachel Show Unleashed. Well, am I on air with you all already? Yes, you yeah. are. <laughs> how right, are we? Well, let's rock and roll. How are you two? We are good, thank you. And how are you? Fatigue, to say the least. It's been a long day, and my son's finally sleeping, so we're we're in business. That's good. Good. So, what did you think of AEW this week? Whew, uh, there was a lot of moving parts. There's a lot of things going in the right direction, and there's one or two going in the wrong direction i think i'm just trying to elaborate here since it's gosh my mind's kind of turned off at the moment so he caught me in a caught me in a heater here chris jericho i'll just start there very happy with that heel turn very very happy to see eddie kingston santana and ortiz break off onto their own absolutely brilliant it's about time we're uh, getting the reuniting of lax we think so daniel garcia is going to be an understudy for chris jericho there was rumors of him being under Moxley and Danielson with Regal, and 
Jericho's a veteran and been around for 25, 30 years plus, 30 years plus. So he's got a Yeah, he's got someone he can definitely learn from. I guess if we want to start there, I'll let you guys feed me the questions. Well, a matter of fact, you say, that's your say, say. Uh, I was pretty surprised because I because we are over here in England. Though, we watch uh, we have AEW um, Dynamite on a Friday. And I was surprised though, that uh, Jeff, Hart, Jeff Hardy appeared. What did you think about that one, you two? You know, I thought it was fantastic that they were able to use his theme from the WWE. And like I had said in my previous show, that it's actually been on TNT and TBS. His theme has been on there before. So WWE didn't own the rights. So Tony Khan just simply made a, made a purchase and bam, now I believe it's owned by... I believe it is owned by the Hardy Boys now, if I'm not mistaken. But I'm I not think the Har- yeah, I think the Hardy Boys actually owns that. Beautiful. I've got, I've got to say that it's good to see, or in that aspect of seeing the Hardy Brothers back together again as well, um, especially um, seeing them in the ring again and stuff like that. So they can sort of bring destruction in that aspect. And, and also going back to what you're saying, Jess, about um, the um, John Moxley and Daniel Bryanson as well, and seeing them two find it out and then suddenly winning Regal out of nowhere and just to bang their heads together and say, right, get on with it, but join forces in the way. And it's good to see some characters from um, from the WWE side of things. And now AEW, that's what I can see, is taken off big time. And I think it's overtaken like views and things and stuff that, um, that I am also aware of. Um, but I could be mistaken. But it's good to see these wrestlers and young talent coming through um, to get through where they want to be in their li- uh, in their lifestyle. So with Danielson and Moxley, they have a prior history with William Regal, and obviously that story was told on Wednesday night. It's also prominently featured in John Moxley's book. If you haven't read it, there's a full chapter devoted to his, I believe, five month feud with William Regal. I haven't read down in FCW. I have not read yeah. it yet. Okay. That's something we should look up. I believe you should. Uh, Honestly, John Moxley's book is a tremendous purchase. I don't know where he falls on your pantheon of favorite performers, but if you read the book, there's two things from it. You can tell he wrote it, and then second, it's almost impossible not to read it in his voice, which makes the book that much better. Yeah, that is true, that is true. But I was surprised, like, as uh, me and Davina during this week, we were talking about uh, NJF and CM Punk's um, pay-per-view match last like, on Sunday. Um, I don't know if you've seen it, but I've seen it on TikTok and that, and I thought it was brilliant, like, that CM Punk got the, his conference back on NJF. Wasn't too surprised there, especially after what happened on the prior Wednesday. So I did, I was able to purchase the pay-per-view here in the States, watched about an hour behind because my son's been getting to sleep a little bit later than normal. I was impressed with the old Ring of Honor theme from CM Punk. There was a plethora of callbacks in the entire match with... The first 60 to 90 seconds was almost spit an image from Roddy Piper and Greg Valentine in 1983. If you've ever seen that, it's the first dog collar match out of memory. Go back and watch it if you haven't. 
I think I have seen it that because I was in my teens at the time when that was happening anyway. So very nice. Well, eighty-three? Did you say eighty-three? Eighty-three. Was it eighty-three? Yeah, yeah. I must have been young. I was young then, and I must have been watching it when I was when I was about two, because my my dad was into wrestling at the time and everything else. Yeah, I had to go back and watch it myself. I was three also, so I wasn't very much older than the two of you. Well, I'm 40, so there you go. I'm 40 this year. <laughs> Your fourth decade on Earth is going to be a magical one. I can tell you that so many great things have happened in my 40s, and already, because I'm, I'm 41, so yeah, I'll yeah, be you 40. got a lot to look forward to. I'm coming out to 41 in two months' time, so... Beautiful thing. May what? May the 25th. Very nice. Very nice. My uh, my lady, her birthday is May 2nd. Brother's May 11th. So May May's a popular month. Well, mine's in June. So mine's the 24th of June. So I'm June, summer, summertime. So in that aspect, I've always looked forward to Christmas because it's halfway through the year. And then I can look forward to my birthday for the next half of the year. So it fits nicely. Summer birthdays are the best, that's for sure. My yeah. son will be turning one on the 4th of July, America's Independence Day, and I have a birthday oh, in August as well. That's a good place to celebrate. Yeah, and the funny thing is he was born super late at night, so when the fireworks go off, at least for the first few years, we can tell him that they're for him. Mm. Yeah, that's good. That's good. <laughs> and um, how is your co-host? Because I have messaged your co-host and, um, and that before, but I haven't heard no reply back because you said that they're um, taking some time off the social media and that, but I'm not going into detail on that one. But just asking you if you heard from them. Good old Maria Rose, I sure have. She is doing okay right now. In terms of her time frame and how long she'll be back, that's kind of unknown at the moment. I don't know if you're familiar with last year. Oh, yeah, she, yeah, she has some time. She left the show as well from, I think it was the end of March until, oh my gosh, was it the first week of June? It was somewhere in June or July. Mm. So she took a small, small hiatus there. The, the chemistry between us is very good, and that's a big reason why I would love to continuously have her as my co-host as we advance forward. But I know at this time, social media is just another stressor. Yeah, mm. and that can be that way for a lot of folks where you really need to separate your real life and your life on social media and just don't let the social media aspect consume you, which it never did for her. However, I know that it just added on to stuff that's been going on in her personal life, which yeah. I guess on a scale of one to ten, if I were to take a number and how she's doing right now, it's probably about a four and a half. So, OK, would be the word. Yeah. Because I just wanted to double check, because I, I mean, because um, she says that in one of, uh, when she was with someone, I'm not mentioning my names, when she was with someone, she says I'm her favourite person that to talk to, but I was just a bit worried, but as you keep in contact with her, that's, at least I know that she is happy. She seems to be that way. I wouldn't say all the way happy. It's, it's hard to be all the way happy. Mm. I mean, feelings go up, feelings go down. It's about how you balance the middle. Yeah. So, and how you bounce back from whether it's heartbreak or depression or just whatever the hell you're going through. 
make sure that you have a good lifeline your family if you do if like you're not close with your family make sure you have a good circle of friends to get you through the hard times that's super important yeah it's yeah, straight up exactly what you're saying it, it, with the with that it's the support as well around you and definitely family and friends around you anybody can suffer from different aspects of things in life trauma or anything or mental health mental health is the biggest thing ever what's going around in the world at the moment and it's breaking the barriers down and supporting those people who need that mental health or need that support and guidance and say steer in the right way let's do stepping stones and okay we start from this side of the river when you get to that side but there's stepping stones in the way it's building those stepping stones get across and once you're on the other side you can then feel better in the way and or do things that you feel what's happy for yourself, um, but you've got to remember to take time out for yourself and do those things to do that, to be a better person around you. It is to support, and it's the same with, uh, like in any kind of communities as well, and um, either in the LGBT side of things, as well as the trans community and all that lot, it's, you need that support around you, but then, um, and it's getting the right people there at the right time, with the right, phone numbers or support groups to go to and stuff like that. It is, it is balancing out, as you're saying there, Jesse, it is balancing it out evenly. I guess a question I'll ask you both. Jeez, look at me taking over the show. Well, uh, well you can ask us because we don't mind. We don't mind any questions. So it... <laughs> Honestly, I love the fact that I don't have to host a show for once. It's really nice to not have to come up with my own material. The question I have for you is, you both, I believe, are, I know, Rachel, you're from the UK. Davina, are you as well? Yeah. Yeah, I'm from the UK, yeah. yeah. Okay. How is the LGBTQ community looked at in the United Kingdom right now? I think right now it's um, how I sort of see things is that there is a, a, a good percentage of workforces that accept LGBT um, with that. But there is certain areas that still a bit of a grey area and still need to be worked on. Um, England was, or Great Britain at that time, was quite high up in the list of the LGBT friendliness, but that's dropped um, down the rankings a bit. Um, I think it's one of the European counterparts is the most friendly, and I think it's either I think Belgium or France. It's one of those countries over the, in Europe that as a more at the top of the list um, of the friendliness and stuff like that, who's engaging more. Um, but I think it's in the, depends on the job that you do um, as well. But the, it is kind of equal in majority sense. That's why we do these pride events um, and parades and raising awareness and showing us that us LGBT people, we are part of the population and we are a percentage of that population. But within that population and that percentage, there is still barriers to break to break down. And also with some of the trans community as well, that is still getting worked on and it still needs to people need more support there mm. to catch up with the rest of the letters, the LGBT community itself. Yeah, that is um, true though. I have to agree but, on with that one. And so it is closing down. Um, there is now a lot more support. Um, so we are doing the right things in the right areas, but when we hear things from the states and and in certain states, and you're uh, in that like certain like Texas was one of the 
tricky areas. There's certain areas in the States that don't accept it and they're putting bills in place, stopping transgender people doing what they want to do or the LGBT community plus they're stopping it. And it's wrong. You should let them develop. We've got a voice. We need to get our voice out there, our opinions out there. And so and stand up and we need to make that awareness. That's why it's important for doing these events. Um, and I think so we, when we hear things from the States, it kind of robs over to us and we're probably vice versa as well. So it's, it's balancing it out, but it, it, there is goodness out of it. There is positives out of it. We do fantastic things, uh, show love and, and support. Um, this is a little saying, love is love. It doesn't matter who you are. Uh, are you gay, bisexual, non-binary, pan? Doesn't matter. Be who you are and and just be yourself. That's all you need to do. And in that way, I was wondering who was more progressive, if the European countries were or here in the states. That's why I asked the question. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. What is it like over there, though, with the with your with the community that the LBG over there? What's it like over there? So I live in the state of Minnesota where the northernmost, actually second, I believe Alaska is, northernmost states amongst the continental United States. We passed gay marriage back in 2012, so we're looking at 10 years this year. Hmm. Yeah, I, I voted no, yes, marriage is legal because I believe they were trying, if you voted yes, it was the other way around. They were voting against it. So, oh, right. uh, so, so it's like backwards. <laughs> it, it is backwards. I, I honestly, I forgot the exact written scribe on the entire law. I, gosh, maybe one day I'll tell you both. Yeah. <laughs> so the way it is here, honestly, things are, things are, I think things are going much better. I, so I work as a trainer, personal trainer in. Yeah, I have se- I did see some of your tweets with you lifting up some weights in that. And I was like, Wow. Thank you. Uh, two of my longest-standing clients—they're approaching eight, this eight years this year. They're gentlemen. They've been, they've lived together for over thirty years. In their yeah, they've been a couple. One of them just turned sixty yesterday. Happy belated. Oh. And yeah, I—they are two of my favorite people on earth. And Melissa, my significant other, her best friend is also gay. Partners, fantastic. They're wonderful people. It's a matter of, yeah, it's a matter of showing love to each and every one. You're going to find something in common with somebody. You may not agree with some people's opinions, but if it's not a life or death situation, you're going to uh, find that common ground. And you can definitely, if you don't form a, a friendship, you'll at least be able to form an acquaintance. Just just be be kind. Yeah. That's all that matters. Yeah, exactly. I think it's being kind. And, but then... There is as well what plays a part in the LGBT community and for people who are coming out and friends and family. There is, then there is the other side of things is um, the hate and the hate, um, and everything else and the dislikes yeah. and disowned by the family. Then you get disowned by the community and then you get disowned by um, religion in that way. And certain parts of it, religion shouldn't really come into effect, but it does affect those people it doesn't, uh, when that person's coming out. Uh, gay, bi, trans, lesbian, whatever in that aspect, it is a difficult thing for uh, some parents to grasp. And it feels like, oh, they've lost their son or they've lost their daughter or yeah. such. But in a day, it's not your son or daughter, it's your child. It's, a, it's your child you brought into the world. So you just, you meant to sort of love them, support them, let them be, while they're young, 
they want to express themselves and let them be who they are because they know what they want to be as a young child, as they grow up. They know what they kind of want, but we just support them in that way. And it is communities can play a big part in it. And of course, the religion plays a big part in it. And it's, it's wrong in so many aspects. And that's where I like to support and put the support in place for them. And with the job I do and, and everything else, we're outside lines. I do scouting, um, and that's for um, just helping to build their life skills and stuff like that. Go camping, do this and do that. But I'm part of an LGBT group as well, and we do a lot of stuff through there. So there's a lot of stuff I want to get out there and support because I've been through certain things that may be helpful for them to grow independently and to be who themselves. Absolutely. I don't know if Pride Week is the same here as it is for you folks in the UK. I know it's the last weekend in June here. Um, we've got uh, usually, we've got London Pride, and that's usually uh, in July. And then the uh, sort of our counties and up and down the country have their own sort of prides on, on whatever weekends it, they do it on. Um, yeah. So we have our pride on usually... London's usually that sort of time uh, in July time, and that's usually a big one. Um, so early part of this year uh, will be Birmingham Pride. That happened last year at the end of September due to COVID. So that will not come this year or later on this year. Um, but yeah, there's different prides. What happened? But there is, there is, there is, but there is one thing so that I go um, point out that um, last time that you had a bet with Maria to do with the coffee situation and I mentioned about it to you and you said about that I had oh, you know the coffee as well Jesse on the Twitter if you remember that I always remember bets that's for sure I guess the unfortunate thing this time around would have been if she were still on the show I would have won one coffee back with CM Punk winning the match and I likely would have won a second coffee because I only missed one match on the card. So, hey. But what do you think about the WrestleMania coming out with Kevin Owens calling out Stone Cold? Well, I'm going to throw this back at you in a second. I, for me, it's been 19 years since Steve Austin's wrestled. They didn't announce that he's going to wrestle. So it's more of a you're going to appear on my show thing. And I don't know if that could be misleading to fans in the World Wrestling Entertainment aspect. I do know that the WWE over the last three years has done an unbelievably bad job of false advertising a lot of things. The bait and switch, which is, in my in my line, it's it's, it's turned me off to the product, unfortunately. Mm. It's, it's something I grew up on. And just seeing storylines that don't make sense characters that don't make sense and now you have one you have two of your own well austria's walter who's now gunther and now you have pete dunn who is one of your own is now known as butch these are two of the best wrestlers in the world hmm. and you're stripping away part of what made them special giving them a a first name and just seeing how it's going to roll. Pete Dunn is way more, has way more value as Pete Dunn 
as opposed to Butch. It, he just does. Right now, you look at him, he's with Sheamus, and I think it's Rich Holland. If I, I don't really watch SmackDown. I just know this. Mm-hmm. He's exceptional. He's had a couple of five-star matches over in the UK. He had a great match with Walter. I, for me, WrestleMania this year, I watch it every year. It's pretty much one of three that I will. It's that one, it's the Royal Rumble, and then usually SummerSlam. I watch it just for the entertainment aspect. The matches are fun. I can get all I need to know from a storyline perspective from the clips that they show before the match. And if I want to, I can go to YouTube. I also write for a publication here in the U.S., so if I have any questions, I can go ask them what's going on. This is the lowest point in terms of a scale of 1 to 10. It's about a 3 for me watching WrestleMania this year, sadly. So I don't really see Steve Austin moving any meters for me because I know that if if he does end up wrestling Kevin Owens, it's going to happen one time. And what are you going to do for the remaining 11 months for WWE programming? There really isn't much. You've, You've cut off your entire lower card. You've made Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar your focus. And you've told your audience that nobody is their equal and no one can beat them. That just doesn't sit well with me. You have to build a new generation of talent. That's something that AEW yeah. does so well. Yeah. yeah that's what that's come up. So with that, um, you said about Bob, Bob Lesnar. Who do you yes, reckon, I was about to mention that. Who, who do you reckon is going to win that match? Bob Lesnar or Roman Reigns? Well, that's a hard one. I think Brock Lesnar has to win this. And the big reason is, suppose Roman does win. He's still got this two-year reign going. Who's, who's left for him to, who does he have left to face? He's ran through everybody. If mm. you're going to bring in The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, next year for a one-off match, Roman has to win that too. I think that's, that's three years of having a Roman Reigns title run. And... In this day and age, specifically in the social media world, I'm sure that both of you witness it. It can be predatorial at times. Mm. They don't, they love change. They love something new. It's yeah. hard for them to accept anything longer than a six month title reign, no matter how compelling it is. And that's a big reason why I think Brock Lesnar is going to win. Now, who takes the belts off of him? That's another yeah. question. <laughs> We with the, as you're saying with the with the tiles, it's like with Brock Lesnar, he's been handed like opportunities, but there's other wrestlers who deserve that chance to wrestle at WrestleMania and go for the World Championships tiles. I for me to see, yes, okay, good for Brock Lesnar and stuff like that. But then hold a minute, what about the other wrestlers who've worked their asses off for the company and playing their matches day in and day out? Don't get the opportunity to do these big events, and that's where I think the Porto needs they need to change that a bit to give the other wrestlers a chance to play in the big, big um, events itself, like WrestleMania, um, SummerSlam, and stuff, and Crown Draw and stuff like that. Give them the opportunities than these other higher priority wrestlers in the way who's only played there for a couple of months, done their work, then come back in again and take a title. It doesn't. So it doesn't make sense. What do you, what do you, what do you think about that? 
Vince McMahon sees Brock Lesnar as this huge draw where he can make a ton of money. You see it in the crowd responses, too. They still have, I don't know about a love for this guy, but they still, they he draws a reaction. And that I think that's another big reason why I was turned off by the product for years ago was that Brock could just come in anytime he wanted. He could get the title anytime he wanted. It just, it, it lowers, it lessens a lot of the roster. And I'll give you an example. You have the United States and Intercontinental Champions right now. Worldwide are lauded. You have a, a Finn Balor and a Ricochet, who are two of the most exceptional talents on the planet. But what you've shown me in the last couple of years in how you program them and how you book them is they're irrelevant. You've had Finn Balor lose his first match as the Demon because a rope breaks. There was no explanation after that. He got squashed by Bray Wyatt at SummerSlam a couple years ago. Sent down to NXT where he got his comeuppance. He, he rejuvenated his character, but then he stripped it away from him when he came back to the, to the main roster. And now you have Ricochet, who, if you've listened to my show, I, I love the man. That dude is phenomenal. With him, he lost to Brock Lesnar in 90 seconds at Crown Jewel a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. He's been in a 24-7 title picture within the last six months. You've told me that he's pretty much irrelevant because he's just he's chasing lower-card guys. He's been featured in – not no, he's been in backstage segments with these guys who are in the higher end of the car, and he's just sitting in his locker looking like, looking like a goober. It So – and then you just one day put him on SmackDown, have him wrestle Sami Zayn, and give him the Intercontinental Championship. That's why that just doesn't make any sense to me. That's why, again, there's Brock Lesnar, there's Roman Reigns, and there's everybody else. And that needs to change, and I don't know how in the world the WWE is going to fix that. We, we've, been, we've been puzzled on that one as well ever since. Ever since. Because, I I'm mean, sorry. You, had, you had The Undertaker doing the WrestleManias, and yeah, he lost two of his streaks. One against Brock Lesnar, one against Roman Reigns, but he did fight, he, they've been calling him out, but now he's retired, which is understandable though, but I don't think anybody else is going to call him out now. Hopefully no one. I'm really hoping that he stays retired. I mean, you have him getting inducted into the Hall of Fame this year, which obviously, he should almost go in alone. It's it, it's being in, it's being held in Texas, his home state. I have a weird feeling that he actually might get involved in the Steve Austin segment. I get it, like a Steve Austin, a Booker T, an Undertaker, Shawn Michaels. They're all from Texas. Mm. I'm sure that the four of them might even join up, join forces, and beat up Kevin Owens. And it's going to be a cool segment. But again, what does that do for the remaining eleven months down the road? And what does that do for Kevin Owens down the road, who just signed a multi million dollar deal? Yeah, that is true. That is true. I, I mean, I, I have to say though, because I've I've got um, I've listened to most of your, I've listened to most of your shows and all this lot on wrestling unleashed and unplugged, and I just say that when when you when you when you and Maria Rose get down to the bottom of it, you both nail it all the time. You always nail it. Always says your piece and that. And I have to say this. I, you two are so great together doing the podcast. I appreciate that. I, I miss her. And she I think she knows that. Uh, one thing 
I would love, and I've told her this a handful of times, there needs to be more Maria on the show and less Jesse. <laughs> at, at, at times, it, it almost feels like I have to drag stuff out of her. However, once she gets going, That's it. she is so entertaining. I know, and, I know, I've seen it, I've heard it, and I'm like, whoa, woman, calm down. No, we need more of that. That, that brings in, that brings in viewers, that yeah. brings downloads in. Yeah. She's very organic, she's very blunt, she's a Jersey girl, so yeah. the East Coast women are very blunt, truthful, and honest, I think it's fantastic. So, I think once she comes back, a, a big goal of mine is to feature her a little bit more and let me be kind of some background noise, just feed questions and just let her rant. Yeah. yeah. She, uh, I, like, I like her. She, she's a, a wonderful person. And when she, when she was active on uh, the social media and that, and yeah, she's like same age as me, uh, down to earth. And I can see the similar attributes that yeah. I can see with her with me because it's that similar age. Um, but that's the thing, as I was saying, like you bounce off really well with her and yourself, and same with me and Rachel. We kind of bounce off, and and that we have our moments, we have our laughs and stuff, and we we'd take the piss out of each other and stuff and that. And um, we did last year. We did um, um, WrestleMania. And we, no, it wasn't. Did, no, it wasn't WrestleMania. It was to do with G- was, um, GTS. 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 And we predict um, who was going to win. I won that. And the first match was uh, um, Flash Carter against uh... yeah Carter and uh, Flash Carter, and I said Flash Carter win that, and sure enough, that was the winning match, and I won. So I'm winning the the reign at the moment, but we haven't got the title. I haven't got the title here yet. I need the title <laughs> to say that move, and I won it. So we're looking forward to the next battle when it comes out. But I'll probably end up losing that one. So, but it's good. It's good to have that conversation like that friendship and the trust and everything else and having that right connection so you can feed from each other and sort of get up you get on at the same time yeah it came so fast for us which was unbelievable it's actually been if i scroll to the calendar here our first episode i think was oh gosh february 27th so what was it a year and two weeks ago and even within the first couple of episodes i just knew i was like oh Chemistry's there. And yeah. Trust each other. Mm-hmm. I think we exchanged phone numbers maybe two days after the first show we did. So we knew right then and there that this is this is a great place to roll. <laughs> and I I rode her coattails for about six months. She she brought in a different demographic that wasn't listening to the podcast prior. Numbers jumped and when she left they dropped a little. She came back, they went up a little. Yeah. And I've found a niche as well, so when I'm not with her, the numbers are still staying consistent, or they're rising. And it's been, it's been such a fun journey, just not just with her, but also with all of the guests. I, that I, the community I mean, that I've been I mean, to with your guests, with. with you, with Maria, and your guests are so lively and all this lot. And uh, I have been trying to get Maria on the show a couple of times, but it hasn't happened. But I thought, because as it's our one year anniversary coming up next week, and yeah. we, we've been flying through. We have not stopped at all for the last 
several months now. And you are not far from your 100th episode. You're not that far away from that. Don't stop. <laughs> no, I, I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to stop because um, in about another 25 more episodes, we'll be hitting our 50th. And that is going to be a big one for us. Yeah, once you get started, it's actually hard to stop. So during this time frame, when I wait for her to come back, it's been, I've actually taken a lull period from asking guests. And a big reason why is part of it's missing just because she's not there. That That's one thing. I could easily grab one of my colleagues, throw a show together, bingo, it's mm. done. But... Well, I mean, I did offer to come on your show once, but you put uh, a mighty went. So let me say this again, I think at that time I had a feeling that Maria was going to take a break. I honestly believe that it would be better suited for to either have one or the two of you on at the same time with Maria and I, as opposed to just me. Well, the officer for you, the officer, because I was on a podcast, I was on a podcast over this week. And I was on there, and I was on live as well, and I didn't uh, know that I was doing the podcast at the same time. And it was called Zero to Hero, if you ever heard of it, because they do it over in Texas. Um, there's two guys over in Texas that does Zero to Hero, and they talk about all the anime and all the Power Rangers and everything else on that. And I was there. I was on there live. That's fantastic. So you, you have other interests outside of the world of pro wrestling. So it sounds like pro wrestling and anime are, are, are your thing. Is there anything else? Uh, well, I am a, a movie buff and a Power Ranger geek and a game geek. No, you know about myself, um, I, as I said, I do, I do scouting um, outside my work, outside this as well. Um, I do play gaming. I do I'm on Xbox player. Um, so I played like a couple of racing games. Um, at the moment, I'm playing a little game called World of Warships. So it's all different battleships from the Second World War, uh, the Americans, the Japanese, the Brits, the Germans, the French, um, and that. Um, so I've got friends on there. I've got a nice group of friends there up and down in the UK. Um, but those, one of my biggest passions is I... Uh, I like Lego, and I've got loads of kits around by me. I actually build them. They are fantastic little kits that I do, and I love it. Um, so I've just bought some recent new sets. Um, so I'm waiting to buy some new ones. What's coming out was really out now, so I'm going to buy them. The Thor Hammer. So that's I'm going to get that. I've already got the Thanos uh, gauntlet hand to build. So um, yeah, I do. I like that's my passion, and I had since when I was a, um, in my teens, I had some older sets. I still got those, even now. Um, so I've got variations of all different kits. I've got cars. I've got Star Wars stuff. Um, I've got an LGBT one as well. So I've got different variations. So I do that as as well when I find that bit of time uh, to do things. And other times I just crash out and just watch TV like everyone else does. Word of the wise for the two of you, 
since you're both so passionate about these subjects, is to center your whole show around what you know and what you love. That's super important. Yeah, we we I'm planning off doing that next week. I mean, not next week, but the week after. That'd be our one of our segments we'll be doing. So that's a head up to the viewers in that. Oh, so basically, watch this space. <laughs> <laughs> It's fantastic. Because no. I, I call her, the, I call Davina the drama queen. If you want to know why it is, she's called the drama queen. Because in our prediction video we did last year for GTS Sucker Slam, she was about to give me a drama queen cup. Yeah, I have actually the drama queen cup somewhere. It's probably in the dishwasher actually. <laughs> so yeah, it does say the drama queen on it. So yeah, apparently I was called the drama queen. Because I know I was doing something, and I, I remember the, like when you did the um, for the live YouTube thing we did, and uh, I was out of the shot, and she sneakily got that particular <laughs> saying that I was, and I'll be there in a minute, and she got that in the part of the video. That's our opening sequence. I was like, you bitch, in that sense. Like, okay, fair enough. Then yeah, I was called the drama queen, and it stuck. So the drama queen copy. Yeah, absolutely perfect. Rachel, you you need one too. So I have got I have got a name. I have got a name because I've been because uh, I'm because I'm on, on TikTok. Though, I'm, I'm called the goddess on on TikTok. Okay, well there you go. Gosh, I yeah social social media. It's a it's it's a plethora of things. It can be it can be positive. It can be negative. It's just it's the experience. Just don't get wrapped into it. Like I said that earlier. Yeah, that's what we don't do. I don't yeah. get wrapped into things like that because it's like. You're gonna get you're gonna get the um, the haters. You're gonna get the the keyboard. You get the, the trolls. You get the trolls as well. And with that, um, it's try it's don't rise up to the trolls in that way. Um, it, yeah, they're gonna send you bad things, but then you may want to put something out so, and just explain sometimes. But you can end up still feeding more to the trolls. And for me, I've learned over the years since I came out as transgender way back in, in, before I came out, I was 31. So I've learned through the early years um, when I was going out and being myself and to where I am now, I've gone through part of that. I can understand that certain aspects of things. So I've moved on and realizing I'm not gonna rise. I'm not gonna go to their level. I'm gonna rise above from that and be a positive person in the way. And if if they got any questions, like, yes, I've, I've got sniggered and then I got laughed at and joked behind my back because mm. i think they weren't aware of it and what it means but i'm more if people come and, and ask me in person i'm happy to answer i can be a nice person like an honest book in a way that i can so yep yeah, i can answer that honestly and then it makes them understand to realize actually you're just like a normal person like myself it's it's balancing it out correctly in that way um yes I, I don't get it as much now um and i think like it was in the early stages um but yeah it's it can be tough at times i know that it's, um, the, it's the same for me as well so i know what it's like as well but i'm just gonna i mean i'm not um how can i say it i'm glad that um we have you as our special guest on our show tonight jesse uh, is there any um, is there any way that people will know how to get hold of you or something like that? 
before I get, before I go into that, it, it's nine fifty one on a Saturday night in in the UK. It's pretty impressive that you're you're really devoted to the show that you record so late on a weekend. For what? for me, it's always early Monday night, or if I get my special guest sign, it's always late in the morning or. Early I don't mind because I'm an, I'm I'm a night owl. I'm a night owl. This one's an early, this one's an early bird. The Davina's the early oh, bird. Yeah, but I've got work in the morning. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is like you're the early bird. You get you have to get up early for work. Yeah. And I've got I mean I've got I've got appointments and everything else. Though, but that doesn't matter. Like, the appointments can. Yeah, I've got work in the week. So yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I'm gonna do the shtick that I always do to end the show. So. M-A-R-E-E-A underscore Rose on Instagram is where you can find Maria these days. She is still there, folks. She's still there. D-A-J-B Show 24 on Twitter. Wrestling, you and you on Twitter. Ah, which Instagram do I use? This is a hard one. You know what? I'm going to send it to the business page. JCB Wellness on Instagram, where you can find fitness, nutrition, content you can find the occasional meme you'll find my son you'll find my family anything else no uh your podcast i think that's good and the podcast of course let's see if we can spit this out here you can find wrestling unplugged and undeniable on google apple spotify or whatever platform you are looking to listen to your show on we are no longer run by the blue wire hustle platform it's a sad day we will be latching on with somebody in the near future, and much like you folks, we will be, I will be going live with a YouTube show, episode 80. Wow. That would be the first time ever. And it's, like I it said, I, I don't mind being here. I don't mind. That, that's, that is going to be surprising, though, because I'm going to be glued to that. We and listening to We had plans, Rachel and Davina. We were going to go live for 75, and Maria was going to be a part of it. I, the, the show has to roll on for now. So mm. just delaying it up till episode 80. And my guests, if you are familiar with the Public Enemies podcast, three African-American gentlemen who run an incredible, incredible Twitter account, an incredible YouTube project. They, just, they interviewed AJ Francis, formerly of Hit Row, that interview, I believe, is live on their platform. It was a week ago. So the three of them will be joining me on Monday, March the 28th. And time to be determined. Mm, yeah. I, well, that's going to be... I hope that, that goes well. And I don't mind being a special guest on your show one day. The office there. If it's just me and you're okay with that, I mean, I, I feel as though... There's a bit of chemistry somewhere else. I don't know if this goes for you too, Davina. If if you both are, if you prefer Maria over myself, or if there's like an equal kind of. You you, you both, you both, you both. You both are more than welcome to come on the show at any time. Just let us know. You're both more than welcome. It'd be nice to have Maria as well on the show as well. Yeah, Yeah, you're more than welcome, both of you. And it'd be a great, it'd be then a great chemistry then between all four of us in the way. So we'll probably have a good that we'll end up bouncing off quite well, to yes. be honest. I'll tell you the first thing I would do. As soon as a question would be asked, I would mute my microphone and say, I wouldn't say a thing. I, Maria has to go first. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we, as, as me and Rachel would say, yeah, she, she's the queen. She's the <laughs> goddess, but she's the queen. She overthrows us. That's what I say. <laughs> 
I have said that she is a queen. Of, she has got a mug that I especially designed for Maria, saying the queen of the podcast. Hey, yeah. you, sh you, you should. We're, we're in the midst of designing. So another announcement. Uh, we're in the midst of designing a logo. I found somebody. I just have to get approval for two logos because we know Maria has already told me what she wants from, from her perspective on the cover. Mm. It's just a matter of me. And then just in case she doesn't come back, I have to have a second logo made. So new logo coming in the next week or two. That's good. That's good. fantastic. That's fantastic. Have we got, have Davina got any uh, uh, questions? Any other questions? Because I'm pretty there. Well, I'm just. Um, she's got, know, she's I'm, got smart, though. I'm just not words. No, it's, um, I'll just say it's, um, it's great to have you on, Jesse. Um, it's, been, it's lovely to hear from you and, and a bit of background as well and um, from your show and just generally as well. So. Uh, just yeah, I'd love to have you back on on our show again. It might be a shorter time duration. You got very lucky today. So two things happened. My son fell asleep. I just saw he woke up, and then my lady's gone right now. So you got a little longer version. I did say thirty minutes, and here it's been I think close to forty-five. <laughs> yeah. Well, which is understandable though, because I I, right. I had to message I had to message Davina to let Davina and I, and then like it's like backwards and forwards. Yeah. On on things like that, but we at least we got it done. At least I mean I'm happy though that we've got you on the show tonight. It was like I said, though, trying to get Maria onto the show a few times didn't happen. But as I asked you, you went yes, that's cool. So I want to say thank you very much, Jesse, for joining us on a, on the Rachel on uh, the Rachel show unleashed. Much appreciated. Yeah, I, I'll i come back again. It's just a matter of timing with me. Yeah. Saturdays are a little, usually I say usually tie down with family because Saturday I work until late morning, early afternoon, and then for the next 72 hours I spend all my time with my son. Mm. Yeah, because we, we normally do our podcast on a Wednesday. We normally do the podcast on a Wednesday and it goes out the next day like you do. You record it and then you bring it out the next day. On a Tuesday, because I I I keep I I know I keep up with it. There you go. Well, Wednesdays are a great day for me to record. Mondays and Mondays and Wednesdays usually are, are best. Thursday is also a very good day. Actually, not for me. The only, not, the only not days the only days that aren't are Tuesdays, Fridays, and usually Saturdays. For me, I like for me Mondays and Tuesdays. Yeah, it could be all right. But when, uh, Wednesdays are fine, and Thursdays is a no-go for me because I'm busy on a Thursday. Fridays, I'm, I'm okay. Weekends, busy. Yeah, it's just, it varies. I think my ones are usually Tuesday, I'm busy. Fridays, I'm busy. Um, then I've got, like, maybe I've got some meetings I might attend to during the, the other days. But Wednesdays was mainly a good day for me. I could go on a Monday if need to um, with anything, but mainly it's the Wednesday is good for me. Then I love the weekends because I'm either camping or I've got things going on and I'm here and there and everywhere in that aspect. So now it's going to be a busy time for me now for the summertime because of Pride events, things going on, camping. So it's trying to fit around. So at the moment, Wednesdays is the best, best days for me when we do our shows together. 
The stars align. All right. That, that, that sounds good. I said, oh, Wednesdays are usually good. Are you more of the 9 p.m. UK time, or are you a little bit earlier? Um, we do about half seven in our time, in the UK time. So, okay. but if we're, if I'm running late or if Davina's running late, we try and squeeze it in at the same time. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Perfect. We do. No, we're, I'm six hours behind you guys. So, ladies, it's 4 p.m here now so mm. there you go that's fine i i mean i have to say so because i mean i'm i mean i've listened to your shows and like i said they are amazing this is i mean i cannot guarantee i can guarantee that when you hear the 100 episode that there'll be a big celebration for that one we're, we've had a tendency to get better as we go along, and I'm sure that you're both finding that out as well, that it gets easier the more that you do it. So, yeah, we're at se episode 78 here coming up early next week, and then I also run another podcast, which I didn't tell you both. Oh, yeah, because you do that on uh, the other on the other one. I know. I, I've got yeah. both. I've got the Spotify and the one that you normally do your other podcast on. Yes, fitness and nutrition is that one. That's going to be retired here shortly because I'm jumping on another one. Yeah. So. To be released. Well, you're very busy. You're very busy. Very busy person with all your podcasts. Yeah. I, well, I... I need to be. I, I I don't aspire to be Conrad Thompson and like doing a podcast three hours a day, seven days a week. But I would love to do maybe two or three and, and get paid for all of them. Yeah, yeah. I think that's kind of what we all aspire to. Yeah. Some maybe yeah. aspire just for the fun, and that's that's how I started. Now I I want to make a little bit of money doing something that I love to do. I don't blame you. I actually don't blame you on that one, Jesse. But I want to say thanks again for coming on to the show and giving us some um, some advice and everything else on things, and that is appreciated on my behalf and on Davina's behalf. I had a blast. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. Rachel Davina, thank you for having me. And I, I will come yeah. back. It'll just be a matter of when, I suppose. Well thank you, man. Thank you. Thanks. This is Rachel, this is Davina. We're saying goodbye with our, our special guest, Jesse. We're gonna leave it off now. We're uh you can find us on all social medias. I can get some links off of Jesse as well. So Jesse can send me some links and then we can do that way. If that's all right with yeah. you, Jesse. Absolutely. I will give you I will give you both links if you need them. All right. Thank you very much, then, Jesse. We'll sign off and we'll say see you later. And this is our one-year anniversary and our 25th, uh, 25th show. So keep it real. And for Davina, I know what her three words are going to say, and I will do it. I'm going to say it. Eat it, yeah? <laughs>